Welcome to this month's Confessions Caught on Tape. All of my real live confessions caught right on tape ready for you to devour. These are all pulled from my monthly newsletter called Confessions of a 20-something. And if podcasting is more your style, then this is for you. Grab an extra dirty martini or an extra dirty non-alcoholic martini if that's more your vibe. And take a listen through this month's newsletter. This month's newsletter is dedicated to my childhood best friend Tanner who spent 14 and a half years teaching me about love and whose memory I will hold very dear to me for the rest of my life. Rest easy, old man. You did good. Loss has a funny way of reminding us of love, doesn't it? And it is the month of love after all. I don't think it's a coincidence that I was born in February. It's always felt like love and longing, the very basis of Valentine's Day, were weaved into my DNA. What better day is there to reflect on love? I'm not talking purely about romantic love. I'm referring to it all. Love extends beyond romance. It blankets every relationship worth having, doesn't it? I'll be honest, I spent a lot of time letting love leave me hardened, cruel even, mostly to myself. I feared the very thing that I most desired. If I'm being transparent, I approach most things in my life with this innate hardness, this toughness. I was afraid if anyone saw how soft and sensitive I really was, I'd be mistaken for weakness and that all the work I'd done to keep my head above water would crumble right in front of me. I was so scared that my softness would be labeled weakness, so I packed it all up and stored it so deep inside of me that I lost track of it altogether. It took many years to realize that the opposite was true. My strength was in my compassion. My friends were the first one to teach me about the love that I was seeking. They picked me up when I fell. They held me when I cried. They cooked meals for me to eat when I could barely get out of bed. They cleaned my house when I didn't have the energy to do it myself. They kept showing up in my lowest moments. They kept loving me when I felt the least lovable. And I'll spend the rest of my life grateful for the unconditional love my friends have given me. They are the first ones who taught me how soft love should be, how beautiful it was meant to be. And let me just say that when I finally got the chance and I stumbled upon a love that let me lean into my softness, it felt like returning home felt more myself than i ever did it reminded me that i was always this soft i was always this way i had just spent years hiding it scared it would be taken advantage of yet again it's scary to bear yourself to someone to show them the deepest parts of yourself and hope they choose to love you still but there's no love without risk there's no love without honesty and there's no love without bravery it isn't easy but it's necessary And I've learned that love always finds you when you need it. It shows up just when you need it most. It helps guide the way, a hand to hold amidst a storm. And here's a little secret just between us hopeless romantics. Love stays with us forever. So if you're scared of love because of the possibility of its absence, let me reassure you. Love always persists. Sometimes disguised as grief, other times as anger, maybe even annoyance. But it persists. You will make promises that you'll break, you'll hold hands that will eventually let you go, and you will bandage up your heart a million times. And then you'll keep going, and love will find you again, and each time it will be a different type of love, and you'll realize all the love you've left behind long ago still lingers in you. When love leaves, it leaves all the good of it behind. I promise you that. I promise. It took me a long time to realize that all the softness, compassion, and love that exists in me is only able to prosper and extend beyond myself because it knows the darkest parts of me. It knows the depths of myself. It's seen and caressed all the parts of myself that I spent years hating. I'm soft and loving and kind because I have sat in cruelty and darkness and made it out alive. I've known violence. I've known how wicked of a creature I and others can be. And every day I wake up and choose to not be so tough anymore. 
I choose to be kind, even during moments when my instincts try to force me to bear my fangs. It is a much harder feat to approach life from this angle, and every day I fight against myself, but the fight has gotten easier. I want to be good. I want to be kind, and I never realized how much work went into a promise like that. It is not always easy to remain kind and loving in the wake of anger or injustice, but I'm here, and I'm kind, and I will fight against myself every day to keep it that way. So let me just say this. It is much harder to be kind in the face of situations that try to force you towards violence. It is hard to choose to be kind and loving and caring. It is a silent strength, one that I'm still trying my best to train. There are still days I mess up when I make mistakes and I let my rage take over. But on those days, all I can do is take accountability, accept my consequences, and try to be better tomorrow. All of this is to say that today is all about love, but so is every day. So is our entire existence, really. And you've got to start loving without thinking the other shoe is going to drop. You've got to start to find love in the mundane. Here's a challenge for you. Try to find a little bit of love every day, even if it's just a second of it, a millisecond. Find a little sliver of love every day. It makes living easier, softer. Usually I like to share some advice in my newsletter. It's a little section called Whispers of Wisdom. But I don't know if I'm all that qualified to give you advice about love. I'm still figuring out the basics myself. But I guess what I can say is that the thing about love is it shows you all the parts of yourself you don't think are worthy. Love has a funny way of bringing up our oldest, most painful wounds. I spent a lot of my youth running from any sort of meaningful love, both romantic and platonic, because I knew I'd have to expose myself, darkness and all. And it felt safer to keep that all inside than let it pour out of me. So my advice on this glorious love day and this glorious love month is do it scared. Be brave enough to love even when you're terrified. I have a little section in my newsletter called The Poetry Corner where I share poems or writing that I think relates to the month's theme. So if you want to read some of the poems that I shared this month, you can go and read them on the Substact. Um, I shared a few on love and one I've written myself as well. Usually at the end of my newsletters, I like to share something fun. But this month, I let it be a space for all the grief I feel after losing my childhood companion. There's nothing quite like losing a pet. It's a different type of loss, a different type of grief. But man, <laughs> what a gift to be given such unconditional love and loyalty. It's a grief I hope I get to carry forever as a reminder of our time together, a reminder of the little girl I was when we met and the woman I've become as he's left. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this month's edition of Confessions of a 20-something. This is sent out as a newsletter each month, and I encourage you to share it with your close friends if you feel like it's something they'd be into.